Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the, or welcome to the From Junk to Jank podcast, uh, episode 15. 15. This is Ryan with Josh and a surprise, Curtis. Hello. I mean, it's not supposed to be a surprise, Curtis. Well, maybe I want him to be a surprise, Curtis. <laughs> surprise. I'm here. See, he's, he's enjoying it. Why can't you? Well, because I said last week that he's going to be a regular fixture of the show. I mean, he's going to be a regular fixture of our lives. Semi, no, wait, semi-regular. Semi-regular fixture. Curtis is a fixture, but he fucking wants to be a fixture. God damn it. Oh. Don't yeah. tell him otherwise. I do my best. That's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. The, the, all that matters, Curtis, is that you try. Exactly. Anyway, guys. Anyway, guys, we got a lot. Oh my god, we got quite a bit to talk about on the Ooh. on the docket this week. I mean, new Perhaps. set, new set just came out on Arena. Yeah, I haven't played anything with it. <laughs> you should. There's some really good cards, right? I'm sorry, Modern has me sucked in because it's such a good format right now. Oh yeah, yeah, and the Modern bannings, because thank God. And then I haven't I have been playing a lot of standard. <laughs> well, good. We at least so. we, uh, well, good. We have one person that hasn't played any standard, and one person that hasn't played any modern. So we'll f- since the band. <laughs> so so I think we're I, I think we're well, well rounded here. Yeah. Um. That's true. Yeah. So we we're gonna talk about the banhammer being swung. I actually put modern banhammer gets swung again mm-hmm. because that is what it's happened. Not- it's an understatement. I mean, I needed to be, and I think, I think one of those cards is very good for the format. You, one of those four, one of those cards are very good for the format that it's gone. Yeah. Okay, so why don't we start there since that's what I put first? So, do you want me to tell you what card I think it is? Uh, it's probably Moxo, a uh, Moxo Blue. Yeah, Mark Sobel shouldn't have existed, and it's been there forever. Yeah, so so three cards got banned in Modern on Monday. Um, those cards are, as we said, Mark Sobel. Um They actually surprisingly, and we were actually, I was actually really uh, surprised by this. Mycosynth Lattice was banned. I'm okay with it. <laughs> and then, and then our buddy, our friend, our buddy who Welcome. keeps who keeps getting banned in formats. This is the third time he has been featured on a ban list episode of from the From Junk to Jake podcast. Oko Nico friends, like literally, this is the third episode of the podcast where we've had a ban hammer episode where he's been banned. Curtis, how do you feel about Oko? <laughs> I mean, in standard. At first, I really kind of enjoyed how strong it was, but obviously, after the 700th uh, Oko Mirror and 900th Hour in in said mirror, I, I'm I understand what's happening. Cards fuck just like killing by, fire. It's just the best thing to be doing. It can do anything you need. You need to kill of, somebody. You'll kill somebody. And that's why I want a vintage. Uh, a vintage challenge, you a know. Jack job. <laughs> Sorry, I had to in my brain. Yeah, I mean that's if I can, what it. If I can jack, it, it really is a do it all. It, it really is just a ridiculous do it all card. It really yeah. was, you know. Now it's only now, now it's only seeing play in one more format. Will it get banned in Legacy? Who knows? Does Wizards actually care about Legacy anymore? I do. See, you there's bad. answers though. There's <laughs> one mana answers to it. It's like 
Do you want a real opinion on the legacy form? Pyroblast. Yeah, and Reb, so... The real opinion on Legacy with Oko is... There is a world where I could see Oko getting banned on Legacy. The problem is, not every deck is just trying to splash for Oko like Modern was. Yeah, like, in yeah. Modern, you had friggin' Burn playing enough, yeah, like, Avenue... It was a joke, but it worked. That that was the it's worst part of the joke, Curtis, is that it like but, that like it started out as a meme and then someone five do five oh the league with it and then went yeah. oh and then oh, Alfield was like please stop. So that's why it's a joke. It's just like oh it's it, it goes in this it goes in this. Well yeah, the, if the mana can do anything and you can play a turn behind, right? Sure. And that's what I'm trying to say is like in a way like yes in Legacy I could definitely see it being ban worthy if it became the end all be all. Problem is it's not. It's, pretty, it's good, it's, but it doesn't. It's, it's, fairly, it's, it's fairly slow against a lot of things in Legacy. I feel like. That being said, there are a lot of people trying to play it. It's still amazing. Oh yeah, <laughs> still well, it's still a Jace level. It's a Jace level Planeswalker, if not better. So uh, the funny part is, people are ranking it higher than Jace. Exactly, and that says a lot. You know. Doesn't, I don't think it locks... But Curtis, you. Jace is bad in Modern. <laughs> I don't think it locks you out of the game uh, in the late game necessarily the same, but the utility of Oko and the, the low cost of playing it is just insane. Very it's much all like very, bad in Modern. It's a very like odd power level, too. It was very hard to gauge at first, so... It's hard to uh, hard to understand how much reach it has. I, I feel like, but yeah, I get why it's gone in everything. <laughs> I mean, I'm just happier that that uh, Mox Opal's banned. Honestly, I'm so sick of that stupid thing. One archetype having a Mox is obviously gonna lead to some problems. Well, so like yeah. in a way, it was fine because it was like build around it. It's not just easy. But then they, like, made it intuitive and made it super easy, and it got, like, ridiculous. They printed Urza. So There's so many artifacts and enablers, you know. Excuse me, uh, Josh, I think you mean the Mox Sapphire Parade? <laughs> they printed Urza, a.k.a. every, every friggin', every artifact is now a Mox Sapphire. So, hey, though, that food you have there, it's a Mox Sapphire. It's like, oh, neat. I, I wouldn't be... As upset if there was like some drawback to that to these cards, but there's not. Right, and like and my biggest thing is, and I I stand by this, they should have banned Urza. I'm happy Opal's gone, but they should have banned Urza. Because I think Affinity was still a viable strategy in Modern that could have existed without Urza, because obviously it didn't play Urza. Mm -hmm. But like instead instead of taking that avenue and making it more fun for the players, like by banning a. We all understand, like, yeah, this thing's a little screwed up. We should probably get rid of it. Instead, they banned the card that, like, everyone's been saying forever needed to get banned. Other decks use it. Like, they effectively have killed, like, so Sony Silence doesn't need to be a cyborg card ever again now. At least... Oh, it, it's no reason to. Like, what, what's the point? <laughs> no artifact decks. They killed artifact decks, what's the point? There's just no artifact decks. Affinity hasn't really existed, I feel like, since Oko, right? 
Affinity actually, oh, Affinity has actually been having a problem keeping up with Modern for like the last year. So ever since um That's weird um yeah it, um with the whole um oh uh, what sword I'm looking for that attack seems uh that attack seems aggressive and then I think about it and it's, it's not... been having trouble keeping up with modern since modern yeah like oh yeah that's true because like it couldn't keep up with Hogak hardened scales had a chance but it still wasn't close mm -hmm. uh and then we had Urza also get printed and Urza was just like well if you're not playing a takes advantage of Urza, what's the point of playing Artifacts? Mm -hmm. In which your Artifact Aggro deck can't keep up with Hogak, and it can't play the card that it needs to be playing right now, well, you have no reason to be playing that deck. Yeah, That was just it. It was like, there was no reason to be playing your stupid, terrible Artifacts, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. That makes sense. It's just like, invalid. that set invalidated a lot of uh, strategies. It's just oh, like yeah. And now, just, it's weird that it's completely different. <laughs> it's weird to think about that. It's weird to think about that. Like, oh god, like what? Like, maybe like four out of the top like twenty. Maybe like five out of the top like no, out of, like six or seven or eight of the of the top archetypes from the last year just don't exist going into this year. Mm, yeah. I mean, I'm not upset about it if that helps. I mean, I didn't mind Phoenix that much. Did you guys? I didn't mind Phoenix. I played Phoenix, I, uh, Curtis. What do you think? I minded Affinity, honestly. And this is just because, like, back when so back when Affinity was actually you got three mana yeah. on turn one a lot of the time, and then you got to play this uh, life linking guy on turn one for one mana that was actually two mana, but because Phyrexian mana's fucked, you got it for... You, you, yeah. you literally got to go dump your whole hand on one go. That was it, like, and that was the problem I had. It was like, you, you'd play a game where it's just like, this isn't actually a game, you're just having it. Because, like, your opponent would just be like, I dumped my hand on turn one go, and then, well, I'll play a land and I'll pass the turn. Yeah. And then your opponent's like, oh, is that it? And you're like, yeah. Cool. Uh, kill you. Doesn't sound fair when you say it like that. It's it wasn't. <laughs> cool. So cool. Draw Arcbound. Cool. Cool. Draw Arcbound Ravager. Um. Oh yeah. This this land I have has in fact dump all the counters onto it. Fuck you. You're dead. Well, so I had a friend who played Affinity like a lot. Like it was his main deck. Yeah. Yeah. And the only way I beat him is because I was also playing a stupid unfair deck that shouldn't have existed. Yeah. And that's because I'm able to say this because as much as I love it, it's true. Dredge? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, Dredge was stupid. <laughs> Dredge had no reason to exist. <laughs> yeah. I've been saying that for the longest time. It was an R&D mistake. <laughs> Dredge, uh... There's a reason it didn't come back in Return to Ravnica or Return to Return to Ravnica. It's hard to explain to a new player what Dredge is he's doing exactly. <laughs> I'm replacing my draw, obviously. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but you have to like play the game differently. You do. And that's that's part of the reason why I loved it because it was like it was so different. It was like a and puzzle. That's, that's part of the reason why I loved and it. And I get it from the sake so... of new players like it's hard, but it was like you had this puzzle of like, okay, well I have all these cards in front of me that are in my grid. How do I make them do things that matter? And a lot of the time the answer was you just get them. <laughs> it's true. Yep. Yeah. That was the answer a lot of the time.
And the only way we beat Affinity was because of Conflict, right? Because we decided to start playing that card. A lot of those linear strategies have been uh, removed, it seems like. I mean, right, that's why I switched to playing Zoo. Because Revolt Zoo's having a comeback. It sure is. A bunch of, a bunch of three threes for one are pretty good. Did you know Wild McConnell used to be banned in modern? <laughs> it's weird. Or some. So did, ja so did Jackalpup uh, way back in the day. Have, have you ever seen that card? I have. <laughs> it's a one, just a one mana red 2-1 that There's hurts red. you. Red doesn't hurts you every, It hurts you every time <laughs> it takes damage. <laughs> it's like Who said red needs a 2-1, Curtis? Actively bad. Um, White got a 2-1. But white yeah, has true. many two ones. It's its thing. No, but like back then they they didn't. They just had like Savannah Lions. Yeah. And Savannah Lions was like the best, like the best aggro thing you could be doing outside of uh ball lightnings. <laughs> outside of ball lightning. Dude, ball lightning was gas. Ball lightning twenty twenty. <laughs> oh my god. Throw Embercleave on that. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Hashtag bring no. back ball lightning. So Curtis, you missed it for last week, and I'm just gonna I'm only gonna tangent to last week for two seconds. Do you know my number five card of twenty nineteen was What? Fucking Embercleave. It's <laughs> a good card. <laughs> I figured you'd appreciate it. It's red. It's a solid card. But it's um, a red card. <laughs> I, I, there is one thing I don't like about it. It makes a lot of non-games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't yeah, enjoy uh, that as much. Like, oh, that's cute. You're dead. Hey, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did I mention... If you um... attack with three things, they they win is, like, the name of that card. Hey, did I mention, uh, this is lethal? <laughs> and your opponent's like, it is? And you're just like, yeah, don't, don't even care. And they're just like, alright. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh, boy. So, uh, boy yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna segue to the next topic, if that's alright. Uh, did we talk... Uh, you, we, we pretty much talked about all the bands, right? Like, we don't... We don't need to talk about Microsoft It was cancer. I mean... Let's move <laughs> It it was kind of, it was kind of dumb yeah I agreed it, really? it was dumb in the sense that like it create you want to talk about creating non games your opponent yeah. just randomly if they can make six mana or uh, sorry ten mana fast enough they just do it and there's nothing you can do about it yeah and it was just like oh all right like this game game's over like if you played against Tron they'd kill you yeah like I'm gonna use my zoo experience with the day. I played against Tron a bunch today. Like at least twice, and both times they had gotten to seven mana, and then lost the game because they couldn't just win the game instantly. Wizards has been doing a lot of uh, fun manufacturing. <laughs> I like how you put it, Curtis. I don't. I don't enjoy that when they build my decks for me. I like when you can take like. I, I like when they when they have like their cool little uh you know sub themes their themes that they like want to be cool but then you know Esper Pile or whatever Red Pile just comes up because you know everyone figures out like that that's these... just the best thing to be doing yeah yeah I like that like that's what the last my favorite standard was before uh, the last rotation obviously I really enjoyed playing that. And it was because it was just like pile decks, kind of. And then like, a couple combos. 
I mean, Mono White Red was really good, but there was variants, and it wasn't always clear-cut which variant was good. And, you know, like, there's the Wizard version, there's the Red-Black mid-range, that deck was really dominant for a while. And there was, like, the classic Mono Red, then there was the Mono Red with all the four drops. Yeah. I don't know, it was cool. And then there was, like, all the different mid-range variants of the Esper and uh, Blue-Black that were really cool and interactive. And now it's kind of just like snowball. Like, who can snowball the best? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it seems like there's been a pretty big shift in the design. Uh, and I don't know if Theros is is agreeing with that. I think it might be, though. It's hard to tell right now. The devotion thing is pretty snowball-y. I mean, I feel like just devotions where everyone's going to go for... I don't think they escape, might, I, they might I don't think escape is very powerful, uh, to be honest. Escape seems escape seems extremely hard to enable in most decks. I mean, we can but... we can actually talk more about that in like a little bit. Yeah, mm. we're gonna foreshadowing. Yeah, our... but I I do have a thing I want to segue to. Yep, sure. So this past weekend, yep, uh, there was a team tournament that happened, yeah. and some asshole I decided to go ahead and top eight. Yep. After beating my team in the first round. Yep. Get wrecked. Because <laughs> my, my modern player can't beat a burn guy who is fidgeting like crazy. Wait, what? So, okay, so I'm going to side note this for a minute. So, Curtis, have you ever played against Josh and see him start shuffling his deck like, his hand like crazy and, like, bouncing his leg? He's thinking. <laughs> so, that, so, to me, that's the tell that either Josh has you dead or he's trying to make you think you're dead. <laughs> it's the thing Josh does. It's his tick, and you can pick up on people's ticks if you play against them enough. I.e., I play against yeah. Josh a lot, so I just know. Okay. So I lean over to Josh. I lean over to Zach, and I whisper, "So either you're dead, or he's really trying to make you think you're dead." <laughs> <laughs> okay. What and that's, that that influenced our decision making of, well, do we just kind of make him do it? So then Josh just <laughs> looks down at the board and goes, "Swing." And Zach goes, "I'll flash and Snapcaster." Josh, trigger, response to Snapcaster, bolt your face. <laughs> oh. And then it. Zach was like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you it's got like it. it. And I like shrugged my shoulder. And I was like, well, I told you. He's playing that game and, you know, he asked the right question at the right time. So, Josh, how did you end up finishing that turn? Uh, we ended up losing in top eight, sadly. Oops. Could be worse. Yeah, right. Yeah, Could we 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 lost in top eight because I because apparently people still play the card uh, Mana Leak in twenty twenty. Yeah, good card. <laughs> and good uh, card, I've heard. And I just like, and and I I I knew from like I I knew from like um I I knew from like turn two in game one. Like I I I rolled over to Lewis and was like, "You better win this because I have no chance." Excuse me, the man who didn't win a single game all day. Yeah, well, I was like, I was like, well, if you want to win a game now, now if you want to win a match, this would be the great time to do it because I'm literally probably not winning this. Is what I told. So, I do want to point out that ever since that day, he's been doing nothing but posting online about how his teammates carried him all day. Because <laughs> we did. Yeah. Oh, literally, Curtis, if you follow him on Twitter, he's literally done nothing but say that that Josh and uh, Lucas carried him to a top eight. 
Yeah, and then he that. feels bad. I heard Lucas and it's like, well. it's like, dude, we understand that you feel bad, but like at the same time, like you're still top eight. Don't take it away from yourself. You know? Yeah. This just yeah. in cat oven still annoying. Team, team, uh, yeah. Team events are uh, at a lot of. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I considerations. I wouldn't say we had it easy, cause we didn't. Um, the hardest match of the day actually ended up not, not uh, my hardest matchup of the day ended up not being the match against Zach. Ended up being the match against Wurza, like pure, pure hardcore, like combo out and murder you by like by, um. Murder you by making a million thopters, Urza. And like I made him, um, I, I put him in the spot where he, where he, where he was low on life. And they're like looking at this card in their hand, and in their hand, because obviously we were the last match. And he goes, yeah. and he goes, well, should I do this thing? And I knew by what he was talking about that he definitely was talking about, um. That he that he definitely was talking about um nature's claiming his own um mocks to get for life. Yeah. And I just Because what else would he be like debating? Yeah, but what else would he be debating? So I just I I just had the skull crack and the smash in my hand, so either way he was dead. He goes, mm -hmm. Nature's claim my mocks. I'm like, skull crack you, you're dead. And yeah classic yeah i like that about red a lot that you can like narrow down uh outs like really far in advance and and the other player is looking at you like what the hell are they thinking <laughs> they're like you're like i i have you dead in my head and and, <laughs> and and then and then just to like stroke my ego a little bit more i had the easiest two game set i've literally ever had against jund in my life <laughs> Junda. I mean, that, that that matchup, Jund versus Burn, from from my previous experience, and I mean that when I previous, yeah, I haven't played it in years. Yeah. Uh, it was always a kind of matchup where it was like very die rolly. Really? Yeah. So the way the way it worked was like if they just happen to have a hand like all goifs, for instance, mm -hmm. you're probably dead. Like you're just not going to beat a goif hand of like they have three goifs. Isn't that and... mana so painful though? Well, yeah. Now, yeah, they really help themselves. They really help out a lot. Back then, like their mana was pretty easy. At least the one my friend played, like, it, it was like. How is it different? He played more basics like back more then. Shocks? Oh. Like now you have pain lands, and now they just like play more shocks and stuff to try and fix their mana faster. Yeah, three color decks way, it's like, can it's be like super done. greedy. You know, like John just all of a sudden was like, I don't want. And we were like, well, you don't have to. So they didn't. <sighs> All these new cards. Yeah, so so we ended up losing in the top eight and then dealing with dealing with the almost probably the worst store experience I've ever had of it literally <laughs> taking an hour for us to get our prizes and go and for us to go home. How? Like why? I don't understand. Just this, what like the holdup was. Just they they were just taking their time. Um, that <laughs> they they were 
there was four of us there and it literally like took them an hour to figure out like who would like had us like splitting out the prizes and getting the prizes every single card i asked for they did not have i asked for like 15 cards before i settled on a couple of assassins trophies and some other stuff that i could use Mm-hmm. It it was just it it was just it was just not that I I didn't like mind it that much just the I don't know Josh it sounds like you're trying to put your problems on other people <laughs> sounds like it was super annoying <laughs> so like to be honest it was kind of the same last time when I was there. Mm-hmm. um but like I kind of didn't mind because I also wasn't sure. But then once I knew, he was very, like, quick to just kind of, like, help me get what I needed so I can get out of there. Yeah. Um, but, like, when I went, I ended up buying two goifs along with the two that I, uh, that I got from, uh, from getting my placement. So. Was it a big place? No. <laughs> God, no. Know. It was not that big. <laughs> Comfy seats? Um, some. Those are the so, two. Ju- those are my two judgments. So, sort of like Etsy, it has like some seats that are comfy and some that aren't. Etsy needs to up their their comfort game. It's like my one complaint consistently. Some of those metal chairs, man. Um, when they have the, they have the PTQs, oh, oh, my on. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> that hurts so much after. <laughs> I'm gonna help finish up the conversation about the the tournament. Because sure. uh, as I said, I was also there. Yep. Um, we don't need to talk about how well I did. Because the point is, we <laughs> wouldn't have had fun, right? The point is, we were there with friends. The point the is, friends we made along the way. The point is, my team uh, may have won for it. Oof. Yeah. Big big oofs. <laughs> That's no did you just have bad beats? Like, was it just bad luck, or? Um, so we all had two wins, because we counted our buy round as kind of wins. Yeah. Because why not? Um, I'm trying to, like, figure out the words right now, because, like, it, it was so weird. We had... I... I was 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. I had a draw the last round. Um, Zach was 2-3, and three, and Tom was 2-3. and three. And... The two of them, like, for instance, Tom ran hot two rounds, and then every other round he was super cold. Yeah. And he, like, just couldn't do anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, just like, against, so against us, he ran hot. Yeah, like, he ran hot against Lu- uh, Lewis, which apparently wasn't hard. Um, yeah, his deck was not, ended up not being that great. Same with Tom's. Like, so Tom thought his was great, and didn't do it. Up when you don't play meta meta decks. I mean, to be fair, I think he was like the red prowess deck that people have been playing. He was playing probably a better version of it, even like with the uh, with he was playing a Tarkus command. Like that card's insane. I just haven't seen uh, I haven't seen much uh, results besides like the kind of generic ones, you know. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, like, I more or less am just, like, the way our, our day went was, like, kind of medium. Um, I personally think, I, again, I think I had the best day regardless of what happened. Yeah. Like, I got to be on camera in, in the buy round. Um, I won on camera in the buy round, because fuck Tyler. 
Oh well, yeah, well, Tyler and I were playing for fun, and all of a sudden the, the judge comes over and he goes, "Hey, do you guys want to play on camera?" Just because you guys are about to play anyway. We're like, "Sure, why not?" I mean, because I was because that camera. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, because we were at table one, Curtis, and that was our first. I that was the first round that we could ID, so we did. Yeah. So because they ID'd, we got to play on camera. Oh, okay. So it was like it was really Josh's fault that that monstrosity happened. And Tyler and I got to play uh, four color, sorry, uh, bug control against four uh, four color spirits. Um, and so, do you want to hear a funny story about that? Sure. So Tyler, at the beginning of the day, tells me, "Hey, I'm playing one basic." Okay. Seems risky. And I was like, "Oh, neat!" So when we're playing on camera. I bring in uh, back to basics. <laughs> Yeah, that's why it's risky. <laughs> I tap three mana and played back to basics. And he just Tyler uh, immediately conceded. It didn't even wait. It was just like <laughs> really quick. I was very proud. <laughs> it's a tough one. That's a tough he, one for sure. He just he just looked at the board and went, "Well, shit," and then just like scooped yeah. up his cards. Yep. And I'm sitting there kind of like chuckling because like, I'm like, wow, this is actually... <laughs> It's pretty sweet, though. Yeah, it was, so the thing is, those are fun tournaments. Mm-hmm. And like, I am happy I had my team. I can't wait for the next one to have my real team back. No offense, Tom. But there was something missing, and you could tell. We needed Heath mm-hmm. back. Heath. Disney. What did you say? Where he was in Disney? No, uh, Laura asked me a question. No. You're fine, babe. No, you're good. You're good. Soaring. Um. So, so what, what was the metal like there? Oh. For which format? Um. All of the above, I guess. Ah, uh, for okay. me, it was the opposite of what I saw the first time. It's a lot of fair decks. Like Delver? Uh, I saw Delver, I saw Blue White, I saw Stompy, which was the not. I've heard, I I've heard Grixis and Blue Red are like the two contenders right now. So my favorite thing about playing control decks like but is that I really pushed the shit in on Delver. <laughs> not really. Round one I played against, or sorry, round two I played against Blue Red Delver, and I absolutely dumpstered it. Nice. Because a lot of the time you just you just get out ahead of them, or like you play a card that counters or play a Delver. Yeah. Strix, well, your Delver's not attacking through those Belfast tricks. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know, it's just like it did its job. I I did just everything I needed to. It's pretty cool. Um, from what I saw for modern, there was a lot of. Ur- there was a lot of Urza, yeah. yeah. That's a given. But then Pioneer, how about that? A lot of aggressive decks. Yeah. Very, a lot that. of very, very, very aggressive decks. Everyone just wanted to be going fast, pretty much. Gotta go faster, faster, f- 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 faster. Exactly. I mean, it's a good, it's a, I think it's a good place for a format to be, like creatures attacking I agree. people. <laughs> it's just like, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's magic. <laughs> See, I like to look, call it the Curtis Serafini approach. What's that? <laughs> On the red. Oh no, you Mono just punch red. people. <laughs> you just hit people. 
You just no, you, I, turn, you hit very hard. I just think uh, it's funny that these people are like complaining about the monocolored deck uh, resurgence. Like it's some unbeatable strategy. But it is. It's too good. Just people ban monocolored it. cards, you guys. It's completely okay. <laughs> They want to like emergency add in like dual lands or something. It's hilarious. <laughs> emergency add in dual lands. Yeah, sure. Hey Ryan. No, just hey, said that. hey Ryan. What? Do you think some monocolored tools need to be banned? In what format? Pioneer. What monocolored tool? I'm 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 being sarcastic. I can't think of any monocolored card that I've ever like been annoyed of. <laughs> Besides, like Chain Whirler, <laughs> and I play that card. <laughs> I'm gonna message you, right? Why are you trying to hint something to me? Yeah. Or are you trying to get me to segue? No, no. But I want you. To, so I, I I do want you to segue. But like, I was making a specific joke that you missed. Oh, I guarantee I missed it because I just don't know what you're talking about. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, let's move on to our last topic in mind as well. <laughs> okay. Then. Oh God. You remember? You you remember what Shut I'm talking up. about? Yeah, he remembers what I'm talking about now. So I'm gonna say it now because I can. Uh, a friend of mine, I call him a good friend. I like him a lot. And he doesn't always have the, have the best opinions when it comes to magic. Curtis, you should know if you look in our Discord chat at all. Okay. <laughs> What was he trying to say? Monocolor tool? I mean, so I know who you're talking about. What I don't know is exactly what he's talking about. It was a while ago. Because we were recording a podcast. Because I, I, oh. uh, I was actually because I was actually in the middle of um, trying to figure out how to do some audio so audio only stuff for the podcast and i went back on when you were discussing this and you were like you were you had some opinions and it was actually was really bullshit. it was actually really funny was i bullshit yes or no yeah you were a little bullshit yeah no if as long as i was bullshit curtis i promise i'm not that angry of a person that's what i have to do Curtis still loves me. I'd say something if I was mad. Do I spyglass naming Thrashing Brontodon? Why not? Um, you do not spyglass naming Spyglass. That's for sure. What? Why not? <laughs> it seems so good. Someone did that against my friend on on stream. It was so funny. If I name Spyglass, they can't win. <laughs> it's like. That that uh, meme where all the numbers are like flying around uh, Zach Galifianakis's brain. <laughs> <laughs> that's a I ha I have the answer. <laughs> that's a that's a good meme. It is. It's one of my favorites. All right. Uh, hot take. Ashiok. Super good. Ashiok's <laughs> busted. Ashiok feels super busted. Yeah. Super I have a lot of good. <laughs> You have a lot of what in Ashiok? Uh, I had a lot of faith in Ashiok. What, the five mana one? Yeah, I thought it was going to be very good. What, you I don't like it? 
I said I thought I have a lot of faith in it because I thought it was going to be good. I thought you said you had, like, you didn't think it was good at all. Had, as in, I thought it before you? The tenses were in confusion there, it's all. But, um, you're trying, you're agreeing on the same thing. Yes. But I agree with everything, all of the above, and it is super busted. It's like, giving this reach to... It's Oko esque. It's just like giving reach to something that probably shouldn't have that much reach. <laughs> like make a make a make a almost elk, and then <laughs> bounce. Make something. an almost elk. It's almost an elk. <laughs> it's like it's a little better sometimes, a little worse. <laughs> and then it uh, it's any non-land, which I didn't realize. Yeah, including you, your own that you can cast under it. That... Oh, that too. That is insane. Oh, uh, the the ultimate. The without, ult- yeah, the alt is insane. But I was talking about the minus. I thought it was a, just opponents, but it's a Teferi any. Uh, it can bounce teferi whatever. Teferi any what? Well, like you it's know purchased. how Teferi Teferi should only be able to bounce like opponent stuff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> same with Ashiok, I think. That's bullshit. Because it can bounce uh, omens. And the omens are super busted. They're not busted, but very well designed. The omens are very good. So it's almost better than. Oh, stupid disconnection. It's almost better than preordained sometimes because I have started to trigger on the stack scry. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> like when you're deep. When you're deep in a when you're deep in a a control mirror and you slam an omen and scry four draw card at instant speed, really good. <laughs> so Curtis, what's up? Did you just say the words almost better than priority? Yes, I I just. Said How that. much mana does it cost? It it has different utility. It costs okay? two, but it's an instant speed. An instant, and it can dig four. Is what I just said. Okay. I I sorry, I got stuck on when you said it's better than preordain. I believe I said it's almost better than preordain. Yes. That is what you said. That That, stuck in my head, and I was like, "What?" That is what that that is what you said. Yes. Anyways, um, I'm really a big fan of all the omens, uh, with the with their design because of it. It gives you it gives you a lot to do all the time. Really cool. <clears throat> Even the red one, like it's not a magma jet, but the red Pretty one close. might the red one might just replace uh, Seal of Fire and Popper. Seal of Fire we used to be real good back in the day, yeah. Like it's just that good. So, mm-hmm. what do you guys think of uh, Mono White Devotion right now? I, mean, I haven't really, really looked strong. Yeah, I haven't really, I haven't really faced it yet. Curtis, do you have a list for me? Uh, I mean, it's just generic white cards, dude. No, <laughs> it's literally, like every... I built a white deck just of white cards. It's literally like Heliod, like any amalgamation of one and two drops, and uh, you know, life gaining crap. Dude, Daxos and, uh, is actually Linda. white. Yeah, Daxos, Lin. It's all the devotion cards. Yeah, playing devotion. Uh, devotion is the strongest mechanic. Let's get that straight. What, what do you think? It, of Nyx it's Lotus? so strong. Nyx Lotus is so strong. 
Okay. Is it good like, in mono white? No, there's no dump for it. Okay, maybe I should take but it like, out of this deck. But there is, there is dumps in other colors, mm, like mono red. In, um, probably not, but mono blue is what I was uh, having the most success with yesterday. It oh, was I was gonna say uh, bonkers. Perforos. It was bonkers. Perforos is kind of bad. Yes, but if you activate Nyx Lotus with Perforos, I have to activate Perforos multiple times. Yeah, it's a lot of shit. <laughs> I think I should appreciate go, right? that. <laughs> I mean, I tried. Believe me, like I want. I made. I crafted Perforos first yesterday, and tried to do big red. And the results I got were, it needs to be more of like a in between between, like mid range and aggro. Have you uh? Have you tried Not out huge. claim the firstborn with Basa? Oh, Basa! Yeah, it's very it's rude. It is insanely it's rude. It's there so... is a yoink deck. And it is very yoink yoinkiful. Like, <laughs> you cannot you you cannot fight that deck. Like it feels like it, it like you it's like if you, if your plan is putting creatures on the battlefield and that's like your you're you and that's what you're facing, you're you're screwed. But that there is like a catch all. Like you do need Thassa and you do need a few setup pieces. Damn, it seems to, it doesn't seem that hard to get there. Sometimes it can be. Decks that rely on one card like that uh, usually just like can fall apart in you know clutch scenarios. It just doesn't have the consistency that you know a monocolored deck would. It has powerful uh, alternatives, obviously. It's give and take. Yeah. But I do get what you're saying. That wording is super super wonky. So I was having. I was using her with um what was it? The Oracle. The Oracle is bonkers. Yeah, I've heard of I've heard like the Oracle is like insane. Do you think that it's... mono blue deck with Oracle in it is like real? Is like super real? Yeah. Yeah. It's very competitive. It's very uh it's like the old curious obsession deck yeah. with big mana late game. It's really cool. You know what's it's a very, very cool. you know what's a very rude thing I just did. What's that? Um, response to riding Registrar's discard, bouncing their Registrar to hand when they had oh, no yeah. cards in hand. Classic. Insane. Reggie's, Reggie's rough right now. <laughs> oh, and then I, the, I miss and, and then of course they just top deck order of midnight to get it back, and yeah. I'm like, well, fuck me, I guess, right? He'll have his time. He'll have his time again. He okay. had his time. He was very good. He'll he'll be back. When the when the meta slacks, that's that's the kind of card that just gets you on turn uh, four. But there's a lot of there's a lot of ways to kill on turn four and five right now. I think, and Heliod's one of them. Heliod's dumb. So that deck is like a freight train. Once when you have like the good draw, it just goes you know, healer hawk or like giant killer or you know some nonsense one drop into Daxos into Heliod into a Johnny. You know the ley lines are all super powerful now because of the free devotion. I've realized. Yeah, I'm playing. I'm playing four Leyline of Sanctity main in the deck right now. It's worth trying. That's for sure. For the little sake, I just get devotion. So the the best success I had with that yesterday by a mile was uh, mono blue devotion. Was crazy because of leyline of anticipation. Like if you have that in your opening hand. 
your deck is just so unfair because you can flash in Nyx Lotus and uh, untap with it immediately. And then, so, you know, flash in Gadwick for X10. Oh my god. <laughs> I will say, I'm very happy that we don't have, uh... What's it called? We don't have, uh... Master of Waves back. Yeah, we don't need that. We're in anticipation with Master of Waves. The ETB stuff... Well, Fast as Oracle might be even worse, to be honest. It's more annoying. Because you can't, you you can't even respond to the trigger. Unless you have like low like and uh, whatever. Your your opponent plays. Uh, God, I'm trying to think of the words here. Your opponent plays a really anticipation attack. All of a sudden, they flash in Master of Wave, created an army of of disposable blockers, blocks, and then kills you because they still have some left over. Or even better, they ignore your attack and kill you. Yeah, Master of Waves is a, is a very powerful card. The the giving everything in your flash, everything in your deck flash is something I didn't uh, realize would be that ridiculous too. It's more than ridiculous. It feels. Oh yeah, yeah, it definitely feels like that. But um. With the London Mulligan, it's like not even uh, a ridiculous ask, I think. So, like, I mean, speaking of the London Mulligan. To start with that in your hand, more often than not, is not hard. Uh, go on. Um, so I sent Josh a deck from MTG Goldfish earlier, and he was questioning it because he didn't get it. Mm -hmm. um, and what it was, it was a. It was like a. Saltai deck, the, the entire point of it was to mill yourself by playing only 6 lands and like 24 lay of the lands to then grab all your lands out of your deck, play Thassa's Oracle, and win the game. Because you'd mill yourself with Balustrade Spy. And I listened to the... And I, for the purpose of just being able to talk about it, I listened to the entire video. And Saffronal is just like, yeah, all you have to do is just in it and doesn't matter if it's green or not you just have it and you're good no biggie and to me that's just like that's a that's a problem <laughs> yeah we're now abusing the london mulligan because we because we can it's, it's an abusable thing it's really... yeah, it is but uh um, it's it makes aggro decks it, it makes all decks a lot better everyone forgets and so, just general play, like everyone, so everyone loves just harping on what's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, I have, a, I have a good thing I want to talk about. That helps. Sure. Yeah, it usually does. Ah, uh, because Curtis and I were talking about this card the other day, and I think it could become one of the most. What's that? What's that? You cut out. So I think this card could be one of the most underrated cards in the set. What's that? Daybreak Chimera. Oh, the two drop. The two drop three three. Yeah. Cards nuts. <laughs> they got like a five, a four, four point five out of five for uh, the limited review. It's so, like, so it's, good. <laughs> it's definitely on like the very skilled uh, aggro players' radars because like limited players obviously excel at that. 
I mean, I think I'm gonna mess with it and like see if it's good. It's just like to me, it screams good, but like I could just be wrong. I'm not afraid to say I'm wrong, but like, would not be surprised if there was a blue, white, or white with a splash of blue aggro, uh, and that um, curious obsession. Yeah. Uh, staggering insight is actually a crazy card. It seems like it is, yeah. It, it, people people make fun of it because of the two, but really, you're paying for not having to attack every turn. And that is that is a very strong ability, in my opinion. A lot of cool cards, though, that I'm really excited to explore. And that seems to be the consensus. It's not like uh, the Field Oko day or meta where like everyone kind of knew what the boogeymen were yeah i, I haven't yet to like in- encounter anything of that even closely but you know granted it's di- literally day zero so uh. I-, I was playing it all yesterday and it was amazing and by the way you uh, uh something to tell you guys you can also apply for that too um even the if you're streamer not, like, showcase yeah, even if you're not a big streamer or anything, uh, as long as you e- there's like a woman I can tell you about. Uh, her name's like Michelle or something. But all you have to do is email them and uh, just like be really nice and polite and like, you know, just a, a good person, it seems like, because they just want to spread the game to as many people as possible. It's pretty sweet, though. So... Just being able to play with anything you want is like freaking crazy <laughs> it was awesome yeah i'm sure it was <laughs> it was crazy and then like you just like go against all these cool people and like yeah it's really cool so i do have I a question it. for you Chris. sure what's up because so you and i uh so for everyone who doesn't know and i don't even know if josh knows curtis and i had a day earlier this week where him and i just kind of sat on discord and went back and forth about decks he should be playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a meme that I told Kurt to try, and I don't know if he actually tried it or not. What was it, the aura? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have time to uh, do much of the Enchantress stuff, but... Um, With we uh, trying to... Yeah, we were trying, because, like, you have to realize, like, first you have to craft all the stuff, then you have to build the decks, and then, you know... You have it just took so much more time than I realized. Let me put it that way. Like knowing what I know now, I'm gonna prepare like so much different for it next time. Yeah, and just be because, ready like, for it basically, right? Oh my god, yeah. I, I wasted so much time just like gawking at like all the features I had. It was so cool. I was just like, Oh my god, I'm three hours in and I, I had played like two games. <laughs> Cause you just have like infinite I don't know, deck building capabilities is Oh, it's really cool. Really cool. And, uh, you know, best of one is actually kind of cool because uh, you don't have to worry about the sideboards. And you can kind of just build your, uh, your like, plan really well. And then, you know, yeah. go, back and, go back and look and be like, oh, man, I could just fix this and this and I could wreck, you know, control or aggro or blah, blah. Really cool. And also getting the cards what a week before everyone. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty insane. It's, it's pretty legit. Yeah. Pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I was really blown away. 
uh, with how legit legit everything was. So yeah, very happy with the power level of the set too. A lot of cool things. A lot of cool things that I didn't know were even possible. Even with Heliod, like him, he is a one-one counter machine <laughs> in that deck. It is ridiculous with Linden, which was probably the one of the worst cards in standard, right? <laughs> Before this set. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> and now I can I can actively say one of the better, most annoying cards in standard <laughs> in that deck. Like, wow. It's just... It's crazy what, what, what a difference uh, one set can make. Yeah, no kidding. Like, the, the abysmal state of standard was just, like, kind of turned on its head. Because it was bad. It's pretty bad if I think it's bad. I'm excited to see how uh, how all these cards mess up Eternal formats, though. It's going to be great. I think the Oracle is going to be a legit thing in in uh, in Eternal formats. The Plus, Oracle? Oracle will definitely be. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, there's no way. Yeah. It's there's just some weirdly cool cards too. Like, uh, what's this one? The Atreus Oracle of Half Truths. Have you guys seen that one? Yeah. That one's crazy. Like, it makes you choose a face-up and face-down pile. It's like a yeah. foff, but, like, a tricky foff that you can, like, hide a really bad card in one of the piles and trick them into taking it. <laughs> it's so weird. But it's so cool. Like, I, I like cards like that. That uh, add a little bit of weirdness to the game. The Oracle seems... I don't know, that's a lot of text. There is a lot of text on that card, I agree. <laughs> when when my friend was playing... Uh, was playing the Mono Blue Devotion deck I, I had built, she goes, how does this deck even win? <laughs> I go, that 2-drop literally says win the game on it. <laughs> yeah. You also can play Jace, too, which is... Uh, which is um, just another like, second way, way you can yeah. win. It's a five devotion. Uh, at flash, instant speed, you know, is pretty pretty awesome to play with. Yeah. But um, I don't know if Nick's Lotus will be broken in any deck more than in a Kiora or a Flash deck, from what I saw yesterday. Because you can just untap and retap it with Kiora. Yeah, that's that's the scariest thing. By far. Besides flashing it, flashing yeah. it in is actually horrifying, though. Right, Curtis. What's that? There are more broken things you can do with Kiora. There's a lot. Kiora is uh, slowly becoming one of my favorite cards. It, Josh, have you ever untapped a field with a Kiara? Yeah, it's real good. Yeah. The f the fact that uh, it also plays her for free and then can untap like right away. You know, is crazy. There's a lot of weird synergies you can do with her. Big fan. Big fan of that card. Yeah, Big kind of... fan. Uh, has anybody seen, like, 
I I know like um personally like when they did the um uh, when they did the game awards thing I saw Elspeth. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Elspeth at all? Oh, uh the Planeswalker? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's in mono white and it's just like that that deck's theme is just like just murder. It's like it's making up for the lack of resiliency to sweepers that white has typically had, I think. It's just all That's like fair. non It's like I'm... non-land annoying things to deal with. I mean Tribal. <laughs> I mean, her by herself is an annoying thing to deal with. That's not. Yeah. And I forgot she's kind of immune to thought erasure. I mean, she's not completely yeah. immune, but she might as well be. She's like, I just thought erasured her, and I, I it felt horrible. Because <laughs> you just stared at it and were like, they can play that. Again. Uh, they can play this next Fuck. turn. Is what I thought. <laughs> so that's why that new one, new card is so good. That uh, agonizing remorse, I believe. Yeah, because it can because ex- it can just exile her. Yeah. Yeah, and and she m- honestly might be the, one of the best escape cards besides uh, the Phoenix. The Phoenix is extremely good. I mean, is it's it just mono red. The Phoenix in mono red and possibly a normal Phoenix. Okay. Uh, I mean, Arclight Phoenix, okay. because you can escape in that deck. The easiest, you know, uh, yeah, because of some... all the cantrips. Merchant, uh, merchant is insane because of escape. That's the other thing I realized. Yeah, you just have so much junk that you don't even care about. Es- escape is like a spell slinger. It's like a, it's delve. Like, let's be real. It's just like like fixed delve and one deck break delve is really it's what flashback I kinda... with delve. It's kind of how I'm thinking of it, thinking of it now in context. Like, what decks can abuse delve and flashback? Yeah, you know, it's, cheap spells like aggro. It's literally just flashback like that. to delve. Yeah, like spell slingers, etc. And then devotions like chonky mid range or like aggro or over the top. It's it's devotion's insane. Devo- this this the spectrum of devotion is really cool. Between all the uncommon uh, legends, yeah, the uncommon legends I thought were a really cool idea. They're very good, all of them. Every single one of them is good. It's crazy. Even Temerit, which is like kind of bad, is good <laughs> for having like the coolest saga. Temerit's kind of bad. His saga's not really all that great either. It's like cool, you know. It was almost—it's like almost like a banalia. So like, I'm gonna guess Cat Oven still exists. Yeah, but like, there's so much hate now that, um, playable hate that that it's not gonna be what it was. None of those decks will be anymore, except Fires maybe. Fire out of more toys. It's an objectively ins- like powerful thing that it's pretty hard to stop. To board in enchantment hate is um, usually pretty bad. I feel like. I mean, yeah, I mean, but now it's like even Black's got an enchantment hate spell now. It's kind like of funny. Ashiok. No, there. Well, there's a black. Um, you get a sacrifice. Black gets a sacrifice yeah. and enchantment spell. Really? Yeah. yeah. 
What's it called? Someone played it against me. It was kind of wild. Wasn't it like Farika's something? Something like that? I never... I did not know that. I need to look at this. It's a common. Oh, that's why. They always sneak stuff in uh, on like the last day. Popper staple. <laughs> oh my god, it's Farika's libation. Yeah, Farika's libation, yeah. Oh my god, that's crazy. It's gonna be a popper staple. It's gonna be a popper staple of mono black in the sideboards now. Because when your opponent's playing uh when your opponent's playing enchantments, you just like get to take out your chainers edicts and just play a, a uh play play the same the the same uh edict effect that you can't flash back but can hit uh but can hit uh but can hit those enchantments that you literally cannot hit otherwise. Wow. They wanted a real good answer for the gods, huh? Jeez. Of course not. Damn, dude. That's crazy. That's like good that's really good sideboard tech. Yeah, it's pretty good, yeah. Pretty good. Like because mono black you can like single up or not mono black. Uh with all the with all the black removal you can single out like their you know, enchantments pretty well. Wow, that's crazy. I, especially with the gods, like from what we've seen from early, from from what we've seen from like the early lists, like there's not really like other than other than that probably being garbage against enchantress, like you're hitting something important with that card. Oh yeah, you're hitting a, a um one of the big gods typically, or um a, a saga, you know. The sagas are strong. Sagas are good. Elspeth uh, saga, very good. The Tamet saga, I don't think, is very good. I think, uh, yeah, I agree. It, it doesn't. I don't really know what it does. Um, it exiles a creature card from your graveyard to give you a zombie. No, yeah, I, like I mean, like I don't really know where it fits. It just That's doesn't. It say. just really doesn't. There's no zombie deck really, which is what everyone was kind of hoping for. I think mono black devotion is just everyone's favorite thing by a mile. I mean, yeah, you just get to play Gary to be your top yeah. end. Yeah, like people are so reversion of Asphodel. So a cool combo, I think. Uh, one of my friends was saying was uh, Blood for Bones and the uh, Cat. You just flat. You kind of just like flicker Gary. Also uh, with Ayara, it's it's like you can burn them out from you know twelve easily. Speaking of which, I'm building that deck. I'm building that deck. I was, I have a screenshot of all the decks I was playing, uh, and it was like 25 decks or something. Like, Eesh. it was uh, a lot. Once you get, once you get going, you're just like, oh, I want to try this. Like, oh, I want to try this, and it's so cool. Are we all it's going so to cool. tomorrow? Uh, I yeah. So. What are we all playing tomorrow? I'm probably playing blue white control and pioneer because I don't really have anything else I can play. I might. Asper. Asper. I don't. I don't have the time to come up with a. Li I don't really well, have. There the is a uh, pre-release tomorrow night. Or there's two options for a pre-release tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. I can't make it to one, and I don't want to do the other because I'd be out too late. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're pretty late there. That's the problem. Well, like the first one's at six, and the second one's at eight. I can't get to the six o'clock one because I work till six. 
Mm-hmm. And the 8 o'clock one, to me, would just when I have to work at 8 a.m. the next morning. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, well, I guess I'm not doing a pre-release. I haven't done one in a while. I do because I've been doing them online though. So like, I think I'm sold to play Pioneer tomorrow, probably. It's the only place I can really test for the upcoming tournaments. I'm either play, play this, I'm either playing Pioneer tomorrow, a deck for all three. I'm pro- I'm gonna probably be pretty hardcore on Pioneer and uh, and then like Legacy whenever uh. Whenever I get the chance, the pioneer is definitely the the front and foremost by a, a quarter quarter mile. I mean, Curtis, you and I get to relive our. There's just together. lots of tur- There's just lots of tournaments coming up for it, so it's like, you know, you know, really incentivizes. Oh yeah, I'm not going to be able to play the Leave and Legacy open, so you can probably play Shadow at the at the Leave and Legacy thing if you want, Curtis. That'd be cool. I was thinking that, like burn maybe or something. Yeah, like something I could uh, reasonably pilot. That would be um, sweet, though. There's, there's a place on. Uh, there's a, sorry to interrupt. There's a. Um, I've been meaning to say this for friggin' months. Up at Relentless Dragon, I believe. Uh, is Tuesday night legacies? They usually yeah. They Monday, I think. But, Monday or Tuesday, yeah. yeah. The the cool thing about that is they allow proxies, but it's a hard it's a hard sell for me to get up there during the week. Yeah. Yeah. It it can be it can be fine if you can get on uh, Route Three before um the crazy traffic, but I agree, yeah, the traffic is insane when then. So frustrating. Yeah. But even th- those guys come to come to Acton sometimes, and they're like, "Where are we? Haven't seen you in in months." <laughs> it's, it's like, well, it's far away, and your prize support isn't the best, so <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's tough. So, are you excited to replay tomorrow? Sorry, what what'd you say? You cut out. Are you excited to relive our standard day tomorrow? Uh, yes, every week I am. White White Wingy versus Marlowed. I don't think I'm gonna play Chonky Red. I don't think it's that good. I mean, you can play Aggro, man. That's what I'm used yeah. to you playing. Yeah, it's a lot better, or at least my version. I'm a lot more comfortable with it. Dude, I, I like... stomped on uh, Tom the other day. So, like, my, back to my argument about Stomp. I'm not the biggest Stomp fan. Um, like, I think playing a bunch of one twos. Uh, that let me play the, the card Lightning Bolt is better, but I don't know, you know, call me biased with the card Lightning Bolt. You get, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get, I get to play Wizards Lightning. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> that card is so good in Pioneer. Like, everything good has three toughness. It seems. The Quellers, uh, Reflector Mages, uh, a bunch of those annoying things that like interact with me and don't just die. <laughs> I uh, I got to stomp on top of And then Bowmat, let's be real. Bowmat? Bowmat's insane. Because did you know uh, turboing out a venerated Loxodon is actually really good? I want to play blue black. Mid range. There, I said it. 
<laughs> in standard or in pioneer? In pioneer. I, do, you, do you guys still have those cards? Remember that deck? With I that, do. I don't know. With, with the what's it called? Uh, the Scarab God. The Scarab God. The Scarab yeah. God and the Aetherborn and uh, yeah, all those crazy removal spells, dude. Like what? We well, have better is... ones now. Yeah, like I think that deck would be really cool. Like we should throw that together. Sure. Yeah, I've been meaning sure. to because I feel like it's worth a shot. I I'll test it if you uh, if you want, like, but um, yeah, I wouldn't mind playing something other than red. Just to, you know, try something new, see see what works. I really like I really like those uh, Scarab God decks. Seems like there's always like a line, you know. Yeah, there's always a way to there's always a way to get like, yourself back up ahead. Just like fiddle out of some weird situation <laughs> it's so it's so strange <laughs> well look there's an arse that i can't win this game anymore yeah rip <laughs> rip in pieces well i was trying alliance because i was like oh this might be a cool thing to try and then like facing against this weird like Grixis super friends deck and he's playing like the weirdest set of cards I've ever seen in my life. Like, he's playing Rao, is it Viceroy, and like Chandra Fires Artisan, and like one Narset. And I'm like, keep I'm it, good. Keeping you honest. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I'm to... It's okay. I'm already at the gold floor, so I can't get much worse okay. on my rank right now, so it doesn't really matter what I do right now. I like Masters. being at the bottom, because then I just play whatever I want. I just... <laughs> so my friend gave me the cards for the Liliana deck that you get for Twitch Prime, and that yeah. and that, and now I have the vault thing, like, just, just, like, pulsing at me, and I'm, like, trying my best not to open it yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. <laughs> I do, I do like the, uh, the reward systems, though, for Arena. Oh, okay. It makes it a lot more reasonable than a lot of other games. I do have to see the meme that is Massacre Girl when she goes off. Yeah, it's, it's easily the swingiest card in Standard. Well, so because of Daxos's ability, we're... Yeah. yeah. And I have healing out of so she kept chaining that one of my creatures Oh, hey. Daxos is the last creature to die. Oh hey, um, I might actually be able to complete this mastery pass this this season. It's only it's only ninety levels, and then you just get an uncommon or rare, or or a uncommon card reward for every level after ninety. Yeah, if you just play a little more, it's it's not. Uh, I, I got to, it's not too hard. I got to eighty six, and I stopped playing for half of the season. So yeah, exactly. I can't even remember when. Uh, I was like at the max. It was like months ago. But like, I don't even like. It's crazy. Like, that probably helps so much more than just like doing what I do. And even I am able to get, you know, pretty much everything I need within like a reasonable amount of time too. Yeah, and like the only thing I actually buy with money is the pa is the mastery pass. Yeah, yeah, because that gets you like. 
a ton of gold, yeah. right? Like, I don't mind buying it because, like... The gold it, is packs. That's all that matters. Well, yeah, the gold becomes packs. And actually, like, buying the pass, like, gets you gems for half of it. So you, like... So after you've spent $20 on your first pass, you mm -hmm. don't spend the gems and you spend $10 on your next pass and you're good. Yeah. Like, this, like, yeah, this sure. pass I'm going to have to spend $10 on. Mm-hmm. Because I yeah, already kind of wanted to get, kind of wanted to get the last one, but I I uh, just forgot about it. Well, like like just do that because you just streak into the next pass like that with the yeah. with the gems because I got because I had zero gems when I bought the throne mm -hmm. pass yesterday and because I bought it yesterday because I was at level eighty five and I was like I need I should probably buy it so I can get these rewards so I bought it and I got I got twenty four hundred gems and the pass is only. 3600 yeah yeah because you get like yeah i remember you get like 40 or 60 percent back right yeah away. yeah so you just buy like 10 so, so then you just buy 10 10 dollars worth of gems on your next pass and you got the and you got the next pass like i know yeah. it's like a season pass thing and games are starting to do that and blah 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 but like i mean you kind of can't blame them like like i think i feel like arena's at least handling it well like some yeah. of some of the rewards bullshit and some of the stuff that they have on sale on there is like pred is a bit predatory. Like the avatar, oh, for sure. like the avatars and like the card styles. I think is just like the card styles are definitely predatory because like Jeff Hoogland even said on his stream like he like he has spent so much money just making sure he has all the card styles that he wants. Yeah, well, he likes to he likes to go for like the extreme, uh, like. If I have the money to buy this stuff, I should be able to buy it. It's technically all that's the. Like, it's technically that's like his point of view. It's technically it's technically all a tax write off for him anyway, so he gets like quite yeah. a bit of it back on his taxes anyway. Yeah, he also like, uh, won't restart his client to like, to push the uh, memory, like as far as possible. So there's a lot of clips of him. Uh, his like client doing weird stuff. Like he goes to the shadow realm once. <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually watching all black yeah, screen yeah. for like it's so scary. Yeah, I was watching colors like drained from the screen. Yeah, I was watching his stream when that happened. He was just like, "What's happening, chat?" And it was yeah. it was really funny. So this is what happens when you leave arena open for four hours. <laughs> can Can I ask you guys a Mimi question? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Did you notice the Heliod says you can put a 1-1 counter on an enchantment? Yes. Yeah, so you can put 1-1 counters on him before he's a creature. Okay, because I'm sitting over here and I'm like, why would I put a, a counter on an Because he's not always he a creature. He's not always a creature. And then, it's like... lessons. <laughs> hey, he's not always a creature. So you can put plus one, plus one counters on himself. Yeah. Yeah. Opalescence, guys. It's a hell of a card. Anyway, um, so what I think I'm gonna do is I'm gonna be playing slightly more arena. Um, I think I think as far as standard goes, I think the best way for me to play it, and I mentioned this last week on the podcast with Ryan, the best way for me personally to play arena is just, I mean, standard is to just play arena. Like I'm not gonna bother with paper. I'm not gonna bother with paper or paper standard. Pretty much I ever. Mean, Brad Nelson was talking about it last night. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah, you're fine. Like you're you're making a really good point that uh, I clearly have been like kind of uh, living through. 
by not playing much paper standard as well. Um, and just it's just like the cost is insane for cards right now. I mean, it's the, just the, oppressive. Yeah, the wor- the worst part <laughs> about the worst part about standard for me is um looking at the cards and being like I and like. The reason I got annoyed with Arena and stock for six weeks is because I was looking at the decks I wanted to play and be like, "Well, I'm uh, yeah, fifteen. Well. I'm fifteen to twenty rares off from this deck. I'm fifteen to twenty yeah. rares off of this deck. Well, the decks that I have aren't good. What the hell am I supposed to be doing?" Well, that happens. I can understand that happening when you take a long hiatus away. Um, you, what you have to realize is that that goes away like that feeling isn't for forever it's like i have that feeling right now with uh you know not having every card from uh theros or whatever like i built like when i built salty elementals last week curtis like i had to make some concessions because i didn't have enough i didn't have enough rares and i'm like and the and i get like what i did is i kind of got sick of making concessions and said fuck this yeah I can understand that. It's just like you you have to just remember that every day like you have to play a little bit in order to uh you know, continue to build and develop all your stuff because like you lose money when you don't play is really what it comes down to. Yeah. Like they're giving you X dollars a day. I also, and it adds. It really adds up after a month or two. I also like, I, hundreds I, of thousands of gold is what you have to realize, which is like a hundred thousand gold is a hundred dollars. I'm I'm just I'm just spending all my gold on packs, but like what I might do is I might save up some of my gold over the next week to get those cryptic command sleeves. Yeah, but I like, got the bolts. But like, oh, I obviously obviously snap the bolts. No pun intended. But. Yeah. But, um, I, uh, I'm using the ones I got for my secret. I mean, makes sense. I'm using a lot of the life from the worm sleeves. Oh yeah, those are incredible. Oh, the life from the worm sleeves. And then on historic, are... and then on historic on arena for memes yesterday, I was playing treasure hunt. Well, now they have the uh, the constructed leaves. Did you see that? I didn't see that. So there's historic constructed now uh, that you can profit off of. I I don't think it's on right now though. Yeah, it is. Is it? Because yeah, I you can just you you can literally just play historic and like get gold for it now. Like instead of grinding the crappy traditional standard, uh, when you're like sick of ladder, it's pretty cool. I I like it. God, is Nexus good in historic right now? Oh yeah, always. <laughs> And then you just and then you just play against questing beasts and cry. Yeah, that's life. You gotta have an answer for these uh these hate cards is what Magic's turning into, which is like kind of what it used to be. I guess I need to bring back this. Excuse me. Yeah, magic is something you really you really have to arena. It's something you really have to stick with every day because you you don't want to fall out of touch with the meta either. Yeah. I mean, in a way, that's why I prefer playing magic online a lot of the time. I I can tune out of the meta and then just go on goldfish and be bad, and then I can just like keep jamming. Yeah. That's a, that's um, also like a, eternal like if you're trying to 
play standard like really at a high level it's really hard to take a break is what i'm finding like even for even when i took like two weeks off to play um historic when it came out like i was struggling when i came back see i have a foolproof plan when it comes and to then playing. i got sick and then i got sick and um didn't have enough time to practice for the um mc so i put like, absolute poop Man. absolute doo-doo Oh, I'm dead because you know what that plan is. Yep. Uh, for arena. Just ask Curtis what's good in the. Don't tell you. Yeah, I, I did know. I thought I knew, but really, it was the Nyquil. <laughs> it was the Nyquil talking. I'm thinking of building Esper Doom, and playing Esper Doom on Arena. Whoa! I drew bowls of Citadel. Oh no! Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Esper Doom. Yeah. So I have a deck I also want to. Okay. Go on. Um. So if I find a list, and it's like an zoo deck. Are you? T uh, were you talking about the Naya Zoo deck? Well, um, there's an Abzan. Oh, Abzan Zoo. Standard. Huh. I'm really hyped about it. Um. I haven't heard anything. I saw a list for it, and I was just like, I kind of want to try those. There's so many lists right now to try. It's just overwhelming, to be honest. I agree. I'm just like, I'm just like every day I'm going to try to build something new and like play it all day instead of just like going from literally one match from, from a brand it? new deck to the new one. Well, let's see if I can find it real quick, because I think I sent it to Ryan. Six. Dude. Grey Merchant's so crazy with Balls of Citadel, it's hard to describe. The Fairy Time Raveler. It's a good card. That Treacherous Blessing card, man, wow. That's a good card. It's a good magic card. No, Teferi just doesn't do anything against me and while I'm playing this deck, funnily enough. Do I just... Block. Oh, I can't play a land, so I shouldn't treasure hunt again. Who did I send it to? Was it Josh? No. So basically, this real version of I saw some. It was like questing bees, the new dog, and like just a bunch of good Abzan creatures. The new dog, oh, uh, Carabos or whatever. Yeah. Oh so yeah. I've, I've been underwhelmed by that card. I, I I think I think you were showing me it, Ryan. I looked for my messages to you that I didn't see. You know? Yeah. So I'm going to see if I can find it real quick. Someone put it on, uh, on Goldfish, I think. I just get to wait, right? My opponent's not doing anything that I care about. My opponent's not killing me. I'm going to put more cards in my hand to awaken the erstwhile with the mat. At the mat with. Alright, do I win? One, two, three. 
four. Okay. Six. Seven. Nice. What is my opponent doing? My opponent just neoformed a paradise druid into a tombbound lich. I have no idea what's going on. You're gonna die. I played a gray merchant of Asphodel and won the game. Weird. It's like that card's it's like that's good. good or something. I didn't know that. Wait, so, you didn't know it was good? Black Devotion is sick. <laughs> yeah. So. Cauldron Familiar, Gutter Bones, Order of Midnight. I don't know if Yerox for Fenlurker is good, but it might be. Uh, people are playing it. I don't know. If, I don't. Th I've never. Heard people. Play I think. I think it's. I, I think it's better now with Ashiok. It's just sacrifice fodder. Um. Ayayayayara. She's obviously incredible. Well, you know, I'm putting together a list while you're saying all this. Murderous Rider, Blood for Bones. Might not need Blood for Bones, but I want to try it. Drag to the Underworld. Merchant and uh, Citadel. 24 lands. Um, I have cards I want to play too, though. Yeah, I, I mean, won't you lie. Can cut, you can easily cut Order of Midnight, Blood for I Bones. Mean, I'm going to keep some number of Order of Midnight. Uh, two moles to Citadel. I'm doing three, just so I guarantee I draw it. Okay, I'm going to try a Nightmare Shepherd. Oh yeah, let me see that one. And I'm really hyped about Spawn of Mayhem. Oh, I have one. Nice. Spawn of Mayhem is so good. The Devil, yeah. No, the 4-4 um, four, four Demon for 4. Oh you yeah. You can Spectacle for 3. Yeah, that one is good. God, awaken oh, the embodiment. Uh, awaken the earth. Awa awaken the earth. Swile is such a friggin' weird ass card. So I'm. So I don't know if we have anything else we want to say to the podcast for the night. Just kinda... <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I was just trying to. I was just like looking at my decks and then like. I I, myself, I think trying to think of what it was good. Yeah, yeah I think we've it. I think we've rambled on plenty enough. I might end up cutting like a couple minutes off the end of the podcast because we rambled rambled. I mean, I think we should still probably do our outro just cause. But... Yeah, yeah, he can he can skip to that though. Yeah, I was more or less just asking so we didn't sit here and ramble for the yeah. night. Yeah, we can we we can end we can end here. Um. So yeah, you know, as always, please tune in more. We love hearing from you guys at some point in your lives. Um. If you want to play good magic, play Zoo and Modern. You won't be disappointed. Follow Can't the wait to give Curtis that to try because it'll be funny as hell. Follow the Twitter, follow the Twitter, the Twitch, and the uh, YouTube's. More stuff coming. Um, Curtis will work out some sort of plan for content, and yeah, sure. We'll, we'll... <laughs> <laughs> and we'll. He makes it sound like he's being forced. <laughs> don't sound so excited, Curtis. No, I'm just. Uh, I'm just. Sorry, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> All right. Anyways, typically, typically doing something. Typically uh, thinking. Else, typically yeah. thinking. Yeah. All right. Curtis does that. All right, guys. Um, thank you guys for joining us for the podcast tonight. Have a good, wonderful rest of your week, and we'll see you next week.